The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Good and welcome back to Hoopball Hawks, the show here on the Hoopball Network that is taking flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on September 21st. I was going to record earlier, but I had an opportunity to be on Hoopball's The All Rookie Podcast, hosted by our homie here at Hoopball, Will Harris, and we got to talk Hawks, rookies, predictions for this year, future trades for the Atlanta Hawks, so you got to check out that podcast where all podcasts are available. Again, the All Rookie Podcast, the episode is the Atlanta Hawks Draft Day Steals episode, so go in, support the homie Will. Check out the podcast, check out the episode, kick back, listen, and relax. It's always fun collaborating with fellow hoop ballers. We talked a lot about the future for the Atlanta Hawks on that episode. And on this episode of Hoop Ball Hawks with training camp right around the corner, we're going to talk about the added front court depth for the Atlanta Hawks. And I'm going to do a fun wish list of things that I hope that each member of the Hawks this year can improve on. And after you listen to this episode, I want you to reach out and let me know on Twitter if you agree or if you think a player needs something else direly to improve. And like I said, it's a wish list, wishful thinking. That's going to be one of the themes of this episode. Once we get to that segment is wishful thinking. And this is not something to talk down on players. This is, like I said, you would like to see this happen with each of these players individually to take themselves to the next level and take this team to the next level. So it's going to be a fun, fun segment. Coming up here on Hoop Ball Hawks, we're going to get into all this after this plug for my bookie. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%. Just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them. But if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. 
There is so much that you can do on MyBookie. And the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter. And you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some, in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. And I'm talking about the added front court depth. And there's no question that the lack of front court size at times were exploited by opposing teams last year. And the Hawks definitely made a point of emphasis this offseason to improve in the front court. It started with the Hawks drafting the former Duke Blue Devil, Jalen Johnson, 20th overall, adding a young athletic big that has promise on the offensive side and the intangibles to be a great defender in the NBA. And I think he's going to be the future replacement for Danilo Gallinari when his time with the Hawks comes to an end. Then, in free agency, Hawks re-signed John Collins to a five-year, $125 million contract, added some depth in Gorgie Dang, and signed seven-footer Johnny Hamilton. Johnny Hamilton, if you're not familiar with him, played for the Grand Rapid Drive in the 2018-2019 G League season, then went overseas the last two seasons, averaging 10 points per game, seven rebounds, and almost a block and a half per game. And it's nice to have a seven-footer on his roster because we haven't had one in a bit. And I don't know about how many minutes Hamilton is going to get. And I'm not talking about the, the show, the, the Broadway show, great show. But I don't know how many minutes Johnny Hamilton is going to get, but his size will truly come in handy at points during the season. So it's good to have that luxury on his roster now. And then recently the Hawks signed Jalil Okafor to a non-guaranteed contract to round out the training camp roster with a chance to make the team. Big man who has averaged about 10 points per game and five rebounds per game in his career. He has the ability to score in the paint, which could be a nice addition if he makes the team. And I'm sure he will be battling with Timothy Luala Cabaret. I think I butchered it, but you get the point. And other people at the end of the roster heading into training camp. And like I said, it's no question the Hawks needed size off the bench. And it was a glaring hole at times against teams with size like the team we lost to in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Milwaukee Bucks. It was clear that they were the bigger team. And at times, they used their size with Lopez, with Portis, Giannis, obviously, and others to just exploit the lack of size that the Atlanta Hawks had last year. And it's clear with these moves that the Hawks are in win-now mode as they addressed needs going into this season, clearly saying that they want to run it back, Turbo. And with them running it back, you want to see players who were on the roster last year improve this upcoming year. Some things are obtainable for these players and others are, well, wishful thinking. So 
We're moving on to the next segment that I alluded to in the preview, Hawks Wishlist. So great segue for you to get on Amazon and add stuff to your wishlist. Um, that's a promo, so Amazon, give me some money. And I am creating my wishlist for the Atlanta Hawks players and what I wish for them to improve on for the upcoming season. Now that this is going to be, you know, like I said, it's going to only be the returning players for the Atlanta Hawks roster. I'm not going to talk about the new additions. I've already kind of talked about them, talked about the rookies, but people who were on the team last year and coming back this year. I already briefly talked about Trey Young in the previous episode. If you have not heard that episode, go back and listen to it. But I'm going to start off with Trey. My wish list item for him to improve on is his efficiency, which is turnovers, field goal percentage, three-point shooting percentage, assist to turnover ratio. Just become more efficient. And that's no secret. Everybody knows that here in Atlanta. Even Trey knows that. And I'm sure he's going to continue to make strides and improve in that area. And the added talent and the added confidence in the people around him will help him, obviously, in chemistry. I, I can't forget chemistry. Running plays, knowing where they're going to be, that's going to cut down turnovers. And if he knows that it's not there, it's going to hopefully open up cleaner looks. They're going to continue to work on things offensively to improve from last year to this year. Hopefully not as much one-on-one -on -one ball. I mean, the pick and roll is very, very effective, but I would love to see the Hawks run some more off-ball items for players to get some players some open looks so it's not harder decisions that Trey Young has to make when distributing the ball. Next player on the wishful list segment of Hoopball Hawks, Danilo Gallinari. Now, Offensively, Gallo off the bench last year did what he was supposed to do. Averaging 13 points per game, shot 43% from the floor, which is above his career average, shot 40.6% from the three-point line, 92.5% from the free throw line. And as a bench player, you cannot ask for more as far as bench scoring from one player. What my wish list item is for Gallo is lateral quickness. At times, he is a liability on the defensive end, putting it nicely. And yes, he's 33 years old. Yes, he's had some injuries and he looks stiff at times out on the court. Me and Gallo share a birthday, August 8th. So it was all love for me, but yeah, if he had just a tad more lateral quickness to make him a better defender, that would be great from an aging bench player in Danilo Gallinari. I mean, you guys seen it. I'm not making this up. He, Like I said, he can be a little stiff at times, and he can be a liability on a defensive end. He gets blown by at times. Now he gives effort, and we're not going to take away that from him. He certainly gives effort. But a little bit of lateral quickness would help. Is this obtainable? Nah, but hey, a man can dream. <laughs> so that, that's Gallo. Another veteran player for the Hawks, Solomon Hill, over 30 years old. We need vets on this team. The Hawks need it, and they didn't know they needed it until they got them. 
Solomon Hill's leadership, his experience, his intensity, whether it's in practice or being an enforcer somewhat on the court last year. But my wish list item for Solomon Hill is a more consistent mid-range jumper. Out of the four field goal attempts per game that he averaged last year, almost three of them were three-pointers. So attempts four field goal attempts, three of those field goal attempts are threes. I would love a little bit more offensive diversity in his game, which could improve his field goal percentage and efficiency and improve, obviously, spacing for the Hawks. However, he's not a heavily relied on player, so this is just wishful thinking. But a little bit of diversity in the game could make Solomon Hill's presence on the court more needed, if that's not grammatically correct. But, I mean, if he's doing some other things to help the team off the bench, could garner him some more minutes. But, like I said, wishful thinking. Next up, Kevin Herter, a.k.a. Kavon in Atlanta, had a great year, in my opinion, with so many injuries to this Hawks roster. He was the most consistent as far as availability outside of John Collins on the roster. He averaged around 12 points per game, three and a half assists per game, three rebounds, one steal, shot 36% from three 43% from the floor, and 78% from the free throw line. There was a lot of good things I saw from Kevin Herter last year. I mean, solid playmaker, shot maker, improved on the defensive end. But my wish list item for Kevin Herter is finally becoming a three-level scorer that I know he can be. Would love to see him get to the cup more, shoot more mid-range jumpers, which would open up cleaner looks from the three-point line. And there's times where he's 10, 15 feet around the basket. He's pretty much automatic from mid-range. I want to see him shoot more of those shots, not just threes. I want to see him shoot more mid-range shots. He has the capability to, with his size, get to the cup, and get to the free throw line, shoot over smaller defenders in the mid-range game, and knock that down automatically, which would open up things from the three-point line. If he has the ability to blow past you from the three-point line and shoot a jumper, defenses are going to play a little bit different on him. And I think he's capable of doing it. Like I said, maybe the Hawks need to draw up more plays to allow for Kevin Herter to do this. Like I said, his mid-range jumper is so smooth, so effective. And I know we are in an age where people love the three ball. Trey ball. Uh, but it will open up so much more in the offensive end for him and the Hawks. If he's attacking at all three levels, this is really obtainable. And this is something that I want to see this year. Not need. Well, Need to see it, yeah, but I want and need to see it, and we need to and want to see it as well as Hawks fans. That's a tongue twister there. Go back and listen to that. That was really impressive, but triple threat score from Kevin Herter is obtainable in my wish list. Now, and pause. We I keep saying the wish list because y'all know. Y'all put stuff in y'all Amazon baskets that 
you know you can't afford, but one day you will. It's like the layaway wish list section of Amazon. Some of these things for the Hawks are going to be those things. But for this next player, this is obtainable once he's back. And you already know who I'm about to talk about. On Yeka Okongwu. I hate, hate that he's going to be missing out on the first three and a half months of the season. And he showed people why the Hawks drafted him sixth overall instead of Halliburton or whoever you wanted instead of Onyeka Okongwu last year. And I think he will be a very good big man in the NBA. My wish list item for Onyeka Okongwu, I got two for him. A two for one special. Number one, better durability. Injuries have plagued him in college and now in the early part of his career in the NBA. And I wish he was a little more durable as far as working on his body to withstand the physical punishment and being healthy for long periods of time so he can truly make a huge impact on the court because he made a great impact on the team last year as a rookie. Was pretty healthy. He did obviously hurt his shoulder, and I do kind of remember that moment when that happened against the Bucks. But and he obviously started his career late because he was getting over an injury and started in January last year. And then once he played a few weeks, he started hitting his stride on his team. But I wish that he was healthy so he could have a chance to work on his body more so this offseason. That would help him be healthier. You know, putting some muscle, you know, limbering up the joints if it's yoga or whatever. This is realistic. This is something that needs to happen for Yeko Kongwu to progress in the NBA. And my number two wish list item is an offensive game away from the basket. If he can progress like John Collins offensively, sheesh. I would love to see a mid-range jumper first before going straight to the three ball. But I can see a path for him to improve as an offensive player because as a defender, he's already pretty good. And around the basket offensively, he can already finish pretty well and he has some moves in the paint. So I would just love to see him expand his game offensively which with further development could turn him into a weapon for years to come for the Atlanta Hawks. So both of my wish list items are obtainable for Nyeka Okongwu. He just has to be healthy and available to build upon those things that I've talked about. Next player, wishful thinking. Cam Reddish. I've already touched on him last episode, durability and consistency. Facts. Plagued by injuries as well, like Oyeko Kongu going from college to the NBA. And his game is so streaky. But when he puts it together, I think he can be a consistent 20-point scorer in the NBA and can be one of the better two-way players in the league. Consistency, durability. Let's make it happen, Cam Reddish. It's obtainable. Obviously, we need to say some prayers. Y'all grab some prayer beads, do some meditation, put all the good vibes into his body so that he can last this season. I want to see 66 games from Cam Reddish so we can truly see 
who Cam Reddish is as an NBA player. He's been knocking at the door. He's shown glimpses, but we want him to kick in the dough, wave in the fo-fo. Shout out, Biggie Smalls. But kick in the dough and let the NBA know, all right, this is what Cam Reddish is. And make the Hawks reconsider, hmm, do we want to keep him or trade him? This is an audition year for Cam Reddish and durability and consistency. If he can show that, may keep him here in Atlanta Hawks jersey. Next player, Lou Will. Lemon Pepper Lou. He had some moments last year for the Hawks last year in the regular season. In postseason, no one can question. He is who we needed over Rajon Rondo. And his leadership, his ISO scoring, his his demeanor was needed on his team. And I'm glad that he did not retire last year. He bought in. He's like, hey, I want to come back to Atlanta. So we brought him back to Atlanta. But my wish list item for Lou Will is to get 12 points per game this upcoming season. I think that's possible. With the addition of Delano Wright, who will be the new backup point guard for the Atlanta Hawks, moving Lou Will to the two-guard position off the bench, that's going to give him, you know, it's going to give him an opportunity to score more. And I think, barring health, knocking on wood on my, my laptop right there, he can be a even bigger weapon off the bench with the addition of DeLon Wright. And we can run some off-ball action for Lou Will, get him some more opportunities and ISO spots on the court and his spots that he likes to pull up and hit jumpers where he can size up and score on defenders instead of having to balance the playmaking responsibilities like he did last year. And he will probably be called to do some playmaking again this year, but moving him to the two guard and let Delano Wright handling that, Lou Will will have nothing on his mind but score! Score, score, score to help this Atlanta Hawks roster off the bench. Next up, one of the surprise players for the Atlanta Hawks last year, outside of Onyeka and Kongwu, Hawks fans were shocked at what Clint Capella brought to the Atlanta Hawks roster. Being hurt the previous year, going into last year, no one knew what Clint Capella we were going to get. And in my opinion, he was a defensive player of the year candidate. He was a force on the glass, averaging 14 rebounds per game. And he had 12, sorry, two blocks per game. Not 12, 12 would be insane, but two blocks per game last year. Also scored 15 points per game. Second highest points per game in his career. Terrific year last year for the Swiss big man. But wishlist item for him. We all would love to see him improve his free throw shooting. Now, his free throw shooting percentage last year was the second highest in his career. But there were times down the stretch where we had to take him out of the game. And I saw you guys on Twitter. Was Capella out the game? What are we doing? What's Nate doing? What, what's going on? Well, he was out of the game because he was a liability at the free throw line. Yes, defending. Great Great defender, especially in the post. I mean, we saw the numbers, like I said, DPOY candidate, in my opinion, last year. I don't know 
if he can truly be a 70% free throw shooter, but north of 60 would be very ideal for him. He's done it. He's been over 60% from the free throw line in his career. I would love for him to hit the 64% free throw shooting percentage mark this year. That's what I want. That's not wishful thinking. It's obtainable. I know he has big hands. I know it's hard for big big hands to, you know, to consistently shoot free throws, but I would like to see some improvement there from Clint Capella. Next up, John Collins. I spoke his praises last episode. Again, go check that out. Now it's time for my wish list item for John Collins, which would be playmaking. I would love to see him improve his dribbling, creating for others, putting the ball on the floor, and driving to the cup. That is the next progression in this game for him to continue to improve. We know he can shoot threes. We know he's a good free throw shooter. He's getting better on the defensive end. We know he can block shots, grab rebounds. He's a great teammate. He's the emotional leader, in my opinion, for the Atlanta Hawks. Now it's time for him to create for others and hopefully help create some opportunities for himself. So playmaking, I think that's obtainable for John Collins. I don't know what he's worked on. We don't see his, you know, offseason hype video, training video tapes. So we don't know what John Collins is working on, but we'll... I want to hear for this in training camp. That's something I'm really going to be hoping to hear coming out of the Atlanta Hawks training camp is that, wow, John Collins has really improved his playmaking. He's dribbling a lot better, creating for others, putting the ball on the floor, getting to the cup. That's what I would hope to see from John Collins taking that next step as a potential all-star in this league. Next player. Bogey, wish list for Bogey is true. My item for him is truly dependent on if he's starting or if he's coming off the bench. Regardless, playmaking is my item for Bogey. We know he can score, but if he can create for others more, that makes his team so much better and more dangerous. Whether he's playing alongside Trey or coming off the bench, he doesn't need to be the primary ball handler primary playmaker, whichever lineup that he is in, but whether starting or off the bench, he will keep defenses on his toes with his ability to get assists, open up things for others, but also open up things and create his own shot. That's why we got him. He can create his own shot. And we've seen games where he scores 20 plus points. There was a lot of games last year where he did that. We know he can knock the three ball consistently, but create for others. Make the Hawks even more dangerous in the offensive end. We already are a problem, but make us an even bigger problem. And the last player, my guy, Skylar Mays. We brought him back, and my wish list item for him is to improve his three-point shooting. We know he can play make some, but drafting you know, Sharif Cooper and bringing in DeLon Wright means that Skylar Mays can, when he gets in, primarily focus on scoring off the bench, which we saw in Summer League that he is more than capable of doing that. I don't know if he's going to be in Atlanta long term, but for the time being, if he can be a deep bench scorer, that would be great for the Atlanta Hawks. 
and it would make him more valuable as far as wanting to bring him back or as a future trade asset for a potential star. Who knows? I would love to keep Skylar Mays, but if he can continue to show improvement, it will either force the Hawks to find a spot for him or have other teams. Hmm. Skylar Mays, we could use that on our team. And they always say, if you're, you know, towards the bottom end of the roster or on a G League team or training camp in the NFL, farm league, in Major League Baseball, every rep matters because you never know who's watching. You could be auditioning for someone else's team. So I want Skylar Mays to take that approach and I want to see the improvement in his game alongside NBA vets. So those were all the wish list items for all the returning players for the Atlanta Hawks. You know what I said earlier. Hit me up on Twitter at Brad Jarrett 67. That is Brad J-A-R-R-E-T-T 67. Let me know how I did. Did I get it right? Is there something I missed? Hit me up. Like I said, I am a very self-aware person. So please, I love to have this debate, this conversation before the NBA season starts and we can see who improved in what going into this next NBA season for the Atlanta Hawks. And if you love what you heard from me, give us five stars, give us a good review, share it, tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. Share it with fellow Hawks fans, Georgia sports fans, NBA fans, basketball fans. It doesn't matter. Share it with them before the NBA season starts. The bandwagon was full last year for the Hawks. I think we lost some people because people saw some things in the East going on, and we're going to talk about that the next episode. But get on board now. And this is the podcast to do it. So follow us for the latest updates, newest episodes on Twitter at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Again, follow me on Twitter. Hit me up. Let me know how I did with the wishlist items. And the NBA season is coming. So we're going to start revving up even more. You know, thank you for bearing with my allergies this episode and busy busy schedule was working school but never too busy for you guys so i love and i appreciate all of you and the support and i will catch y'all the next episode of hoop ball hawk This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.